Leave that nigga scared outside. Yeah, leave that nigga scared outside. Yeah, it's mama crying. We got niggas cut up on your block. We throw plenty dimes, yo. We throw plenty dimes, throw. Throw those shots, huh? Throw those shots at your mind, yo. We gon' bust it hard, yeah, yeah. We gon' break your spine, yo. Yellow band up, fucking spinning, get to the hitty rhymes, yo. Yeah, that nigga talking shit, little nigga, pick your side, yo. All the ARP in the Glock, yeah. Who gon' slide, yo? All these niggas fucking slimy, yeah. Who the fuck gon' ride, yeah? And we are live back again, another episode of the Expressions Podcast. And today I'm joined by an artist who has already been making some crazy ass fucking waves um throughout the past year or so. But I think now he's becoming more of a force in the community, seeing him a bunch everywhere, and every song is just fire, such a unique sound to him, and I'm very excited to be joined here by the one and only bando bando welcome to the show how are we doing today good bro it's an honor to be on here for real oh man that's very kind of you to say it's an honor to have you on here man the <laughs> feelings are mutual the feelings is mutual trust of course so bando tell the people where are you from uh i'm from st louis missouri Yes, sir. Nobody come out of here. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> hey, Dude, I could confidently so- say, I could confidently say, like, yeah. I'm the best person out of where I'm at. The Lou, the Lou, yeah. the Lou. Bro, for me, I say in this lane and lane you're in, I definitely could say I first of all, let's backtrack even further. Never had anyone from St. Louis. Yeah. Never had anyone from Missouri on the podcast before. So shout out Missouri. Shout out to St. Louis. Man. St. Louis oh, is Dev. a dope city, in my opinion. Looks crazy. You guys have that big ass arch there. I don't know. <laughs> other than that. Oh, God. Um, what I do know is uh, not in this lane specifically, but one of my favorite artists of all time till the day I am dead is Smino. Uh, not make any types of music. <laughs> anybody I interview here, but Smino means a lot to me. So St. Louis, the sound, the culture, he kind of put me on to a lot of just the way you guys be talking and shit like that. I'm a huge fan of St. Louis. You seem to say, not nah, fuck St. Louis, but not the biggest fan. Yeah, I get like, it. Nah. Out of Midwest, yeah. It's, it's what, different when you live here, most definitely. You get to see how people move and stuff like that. It's really not how it's cut out to be, in a way. In my, in my personal opinion, it's not It's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It, uh... Definitely has a unique culture from the outside looking in. Um, yeah, most definitely. Elite hoopers out there in St. Louis, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, motherfuckers like that. Oh, I know, I know, like, I got, I got a little bit of St. Louis history <laughs> in my brain okay. for sure. But what is it like? For, love, though. Oh, bro, of course, of course, of course. What was it like to kind of grow up there? It is definitely a unique place. There's some very cool people. Obviously, I brought up a bunch right there, but um, what have you taken any inspiration from St. Louis? Is there anything you could say that has you know, how has St. Louis essentially shaped who you are? Anything like that. Very curious. Uh, Something like that, in a way. Um, I wouldn't say I take much inspiration from any artist out here. Maybe Comethazine. Facts. I didn't even realize like, he was from St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, because they, they don't rep it. Like, it's, yeah. it's nothing really worth repping, especially because how crime-written this shit is, bro, like. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a cool place to be, especially it's cool looking in, in from the outside. But when you're actually in it, bro, it's just it's just a whole bunch of fuck shit. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't really take inspiration from people. And I, growing up here is cool. It's nothing extraordinary because I wasn't in like terrible, terrible parts. But nowhere here is the best place at all. So all around, it was cool. I, I had had some some times and stuff like that. But all the inspiration I really had was from out of state, like Chicago. I was really inspired. Like, I don't know the word for it, but like, I was really inspired from people, but like from Chicago and stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Nah, dude, we, uh, on this podcast, we've definitely talked a lot about Chicago and how Chicago shaped and influenced a lot of the artists, producers in the scene right now. You bring up Dirk, Sosa. You know, back when I was in middle school, many, many years ago. Yeah, Chicago was everything to me, man. I really felt like I was in Chirac sometimes. Or I'd like yes, to make myself yes. believe that shit. I started uh, so, bumping yeah. Chief Keef whenever I was in kindergarten. <laughs> my my cousin Terrell had put me on. I was like, what <laughs> in the world? Yeah. I had mm-hmm. I started bumping it back in the day early. Yeah. Nah, for sure. That's crazy. You said you were in fucking kindergarten, bro. When, yeah, when bro. I had, a little, I had a little Android. I had found this <laughs> little hack. 
no cow. I don't know if anyone else was doing this. Like, I would play the song at home when I had Wi-Fi. And as soon as I walk out the house, like, you keep playing. Like, yeah. I can't switch the song. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't switch the yeah. song. You'll be Walnuts by Chief Keef. I'll be in Kmart just looking at toys playing Walnuts. <laughs> and had this shit on repeat. No and, you know, and you know, if you try to change the song, you can't get the song back. Yeah, I, like, yeah. You're, you're done for until you're home. <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. That's so funny. Yeah. We've all been there, man, trying to trying to just keep that same shit going without without fucking uh without changing the song and losing all of it. That's very <laughs> funny. We've all been there. We've all been there for sure. Especially heads. Anyone who's been on the podcast has been in that situation. That's really funny. Such a specific <laughs> like situation too. That I'm Look like, I, I feel you. I feel you so much on that. Uh oh God. so Bando man, you're here on this podcast. Obviously, could you make fucking music? Good yeah. music. Very good music. Hell what's the origin story man how did you start making music how did you get involved in any of this uh that's a good that's a good question like a lot like, hey man thank you I'm so, the best. yeah most deaf so um back to my cousin terrell whenever i was in kindergarten literally i had like asked him like how, how do they make the beats and stuff like that and dude had gave me some stupid answer, and I it killed it killed me. You're talking about something like that with AI generated back before AI was even for real <laughs> thing. I'm like, dude, okay, whatever. That's funny. So that's funny. Yo, I kept making. Around, I, I kept listening. Yeah, oh god. But I kept listening to music and stuff like that. So I I got into SoundCloud like 2015, 2016. That time I was in the first second grade. So I was always into like, um, not very mainstream music, like Ugly God when he first came out, Famous Dex, Fetty Wap, mm-hmm. like. All okay. of them. So I was still like listening to music. I didn't have no laptop at the time. I was just like playing the game and stuff like that, playing 2K. Just all little kid stuff. So whenever I had got my first phone and everything like that, I think I was in the fourth grade. And I had heard the race by TK. And I was like, oh my God. Like what who made this beat? And I would watch this guy named Sharpie make beats like. Looking back at it, like I, I'm not I'm not the type to hate on nobody, but like he wasn't the best person to watch make beats for a beginner. Yeah. So like I was like looking up how to remake the beat and everything like that. And I like damn near remade the beat on my phone. And then I asked my mama for a laptop for Christmas, and that was just history, no cap. Wow. I asked my last asked my mama for a laptop and shit like that. And wow. I was That's- making beats on my mama uh work Ooh. laptop at a point in time. And it was fun. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. But, I mean, you got to start somewhere, though. I was like, yeah, 10, 10, 11 at the time. That's when wow. I first started making Now That's so crazy. I love so many things you said right there because, first and foremost, everything seems to be rooted in the fact that you just have an absolute love for this music shit, right? Yeah. Going out of your way to making to make sure you're in Kmart with that with the Sosa song on repeat, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Going on to SoundCloud is early and you said how old were you when you were on SoundCloud? Like 10, 11? Uh probably younger than that, especially because it was 2016, 2015. So yeah, probably yeah. like eight, eight, nine. Yeah. I was a little kid, bro, because I'm only 16. That's so insane. Yeah. Like, I was a little, I was a little ass kid. Yeah. Like bumping shit, bro. I used to play Ugly Got like crazy. I had this little dollar store speaker, bro. Yeah. Y'all niggas used to bump. I was in my grandma crazy. She like, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> bro, that was like key memory I got. This shit Dude, was funny. Yeah. Nah, that is so, so cool, man. It, it's so cool that you've been, since literally you were single digits years old, been in no the community, been around the culture, specifically the underground culture. Like, I remember when Ugly Got was coming up, man. Like, Everybody and their mother was playing water. You couldn't, you yeah. couldn't hear it anywhere. And obviously, Ugly Guy had so many other hits after that. But uh, just your love, your passion for the music, that is so, so cool that you've been in, just enthralled by it this whole entire time. And to the point now where you're making music and making some crazy shit right now. So yeah, I appreciate that. Let's, 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 let's bring it up to, to full speed right now. You know, let's, let's bring it up to the, to the current day. Bando, you have over a thousand SoundCloud followers. I like to harp on little details and over 1K on SoundCloud is absolutely impressive. One of the most impressive things you do, like over a thousand people fucking with your music and what you're doing, your craft. Um, Most people don't see a hundred SoundCloud followers. Most people don't even see fucking 50 SoundCloud followers. So to see a thousand is absolutely incredible. So let's get into the music. Biggest song with Osama, obviously. Uh, O&M, I I don't know what you you call it. What are you going to call it? On me. 
Uh, me? Okay, okay, that's what, that's what I was going to go with, too. I fucked with that. This is my second, guys. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, I feel that. Over 101,000 streams, over 2,000 likes. That song has gone absolutely berserk. It's, I mean, it's fucking gas. There's really nothing more to say about that. Uh, DTM, over 11,000 streams now. I love this song, so let's see if I could say it or whatever the whatever this means to <laughs> Amy Tess Freris. Yeah, it's, it's French. It's yeah. I don't even know how to say it myself. I forgot the pronunciation. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, it's cool though. I don't even. I don't even. I, I refrain from saying the song. I just play the song. Yeah, like, okay, so okay, if someone okay. hear the song, like they just say that that one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just gas though. So I'm listening. I appreciate to it. that. One of the best duos in the underground right now, Bando and Tango Santori. Throw it up on your page. Is is absolutely an experience. Please go listen to that. Your new song you just dropped, Coat Coast. So far, it came out about nine, ten days ago now. So, so good. I appreciate it. Song is crazy. Prod Rob Cap. Rob is crazy. So, so crazy. We're going to get into that. Miss the other song on your page, over 3,000 streams now. You have a shit ton of hosts that are so fire. We'll start with the little bias. You and Skulls, Wreck, Prod Rob Cap on my page. Thank you guys for that. That song is so amazing. Underrated, oh, too. Underrated. People, go oh, listen to that, man. Bro. Please stop fucking sleeping. No cow. Calling with Tango on Marco's page is absolutely unbelievable. Like I said, one of the best duos. One more to add to that, add more fuel to the fire. You and Tango again, uh, time on Nosebleed's page. Prod you as well and below me. Talk of a little bit about you as producer as well. I'm going to ask about that. And another song that I fucking love is you and Elijah What the Fuck song, Slutty Bands on mm-hmm. Apple Pie's page. That's over 7,000 streams now. Song is hard. Like, there's, yeah, song is hard. That. I'm a huge fan of your music, what you're sort of, you you have this group that you seem to all, you guys all work together and I brought to you before, um, before we started recording, like you, Tango, Rob Cap, Velomi, um, and I'm such a big fan of what you guys are doing, it's so unique, It's it just feels very fresh to me. Mm-hmm. Before we get into all that, that though, of course, before we get into all that though, what does the success feels like, man? People are fucking with your craft your art from the kid who was again in Kmart having that one Sosa song on repeat to the kid who was eight, nine years old <laughs> on SoundCloud looking for every new ugly guy drop. What does it feel like to now be an artist with a following to be an artist that people are like, Oh shit, Bando just dropped. I need to tap in. What does that feel like, man? It's, it's, it feels good at the same token. Like I'm still not where I want to be. So like, that of course, of course, of course, listen, listen, this is just the beginning. This is what this yeah, podcast is for. It's a highlight the beginning of your guys' careers, artists, producers, creatives. I want to be at the ground floor because that's my favorite. That's the, my yeah. favorite part. I feel that. The come up is there, but what does it feel like now though? Like live in the moment, you know, pra- let's practice some mm-hmm. gratitude right now. Right. Yeah. Like dude, over a thousand, a hundred thousand streams on a song. I, I, I say this shit all the time right here. And I don't want to feel like a broken record, but Dude, people don't see a hundred streams on a song their whole yeah. life, and they yeah, feel that. everything into it. You, on the other it's hand, like <clears throat> different. Yeah, what does that feel? It like? feels good. It feels good. It's just like I don't really get. I don't get props, and I don't. I don't. I don't expect the props. So you know, you already know how that feels. So it's just kind of me. Like I have to rely on myself to be like, oh yeah, that's something crazy, and even people don't even recognize it. Like, and I'm not talking about people that like, like random people like my fans, everything supporters. I'm just talking about like people that like really have an impact on my life. You know what I mean? So it's just like at the end of the day, I'm happy with what I have. Most definitely, I'm grateful and I'm humble. It's just like that grind is never gonna stop. Most definitely, I love that it. Never, it's not gonna stop. Not never will stop. Never will stop. Nobody, nobody should be stopping the grind, man. You, no the God. grind doesn't stop until you're literally in a casket, six feet literally. under the ground. It is oh the fact. Pros and cons to that, but that's just life. Learn something. Mm-hmm. something no matter what it is mm-hmm. so i mentioned this i don't want to call it a collective but just for me the way i look at it it seems like a little bit of a collective but it's more just good friends making music together most importantly yeah. it's not like it's a declared thing but i mentioned tango santori tango for me is he's one of the best artists out right now pound for pound like yeah, it's most not definitely. like if you know you know i shouldn't yeah, have if you know you know if you know you know Tango is crazy, but Brother, me and Tango got some. Me and Tango got some crazy shit in the vault. I can only imagine, and I I hope one day we all get to hear it. But talk about your relationship okay. with Tango, with Rob Cap, with Velomi. You guys seem to all all always excuse me are working together. 
you guys are always tapped into what all you guys are doing. How did that, those relationships were to start and what about them? Do you, do you make, excuse me, makes you want to be like, I need to be working with them all the time. What about them? Specifically? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I met Tango through like, um, Michael or Valomi. Uh, okay. Okay. That's okay. He used, okay, to, go, okay. He used to, he used to go by Michael. Like, all right. Whenever I first met him, he was, uh, pro Michael. But I'm not finna say too much about Michael, but I met him through, uh, oh my God. <laughs> I met Tango through Valomi. Yeah. And uh, we used to play like Call of Duty and stuff like that. But me and uh, Valomi were still like, we uh, we was locked in. And at the time, like, I was kind of like still getting there with the, uh, with the beats and stuff because I wasn't even rapping. And... He was insane. Like, I didn't understand how he did it. Like, so I was like, yeah, I need a lock in with uh, Valomi. And then I'll give it, give it take like four or five months later. Tango come into the picture. We just start playing games and stuff like that. Uh, we don't talk for another like probably three, four months. Then we start locking in on music. Then it's, <clears throat> it was kind of like an on and off like relationship on the music side, but like we would constantly talk on like, uh, it's like personal stuff. Like, just, we was friends outside the music and in the music. And at a certain point in time, we kind of like, we split ways in a way, but we still kept in contact. Like music wise, we split ways. But yeah, like we kept contact. We would call and stuff like that, especially with uh, Falomi. And I had just met Rod Cap recently. Shout out that nigga. No cap. That, that nigga's steady on his grind, bro. That nigga says a lot of fucking beats. <laughs> <laughs> like I've never seen a pro make as many beats as him. Him and, yeah. and Valomi, like they got it. They most definitely got some crazy shit. And I've heard yeah. shit. He's he's insane. But, so um, okay, keep going, keep going, my bad. Uh, me and Tango for real like started really locking in on the music stuff, like give or take a year and a half ago. Yeah, like a year and a half ago. But now like we're really solidifying stuff. Him on his own, me on my own. Like we just like messing with each other and stuff like that. We like mm-hmm. uh collaborate a lot of group work and stuff like that. We try to get everybody involved because it's better to have a whole bunch of minds to something rather than just one everybody working on AL stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, that, that's what it is. That's how I really like met them, and that's how we came to be. Honestly, Rob, like we don't really like Rob. Isn't really like super into the circle. Like I want him to be on some stuff. It's just that a dude from like he from a different country. <laughs> so it's like I, don't, like I have a lot of friends from a different country but it's 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 a different vibe with him because he he's not like everybody else or some stuff like that he's very professional about what he does and we don't really know him on that like personal level yet to uh, to come in the future yeah you know what i mean so it's just like you gotta take stuff slow but it's yeah. just been me and me me uh valomi and uh tango for the most part we yeah. just had to start messing with Rob and Rob insane, most definitely. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I definitely resonate with that because not only on this podcast, but just in general, I have so many very great friends from all over the fucking world. You know, I'm here in New York, but you know, I've even even on the podcast though, doing interviews with people in with in, people in England, people in I had uh shout out my boy Lance. He's from the he's from Estonia. There's five hundred thousand people in the yeah. whole fucking country of estonia five hundred thousand. so it's so crazy it's crazy fucking insane bro fucking insane um and again all over the united states canada anywhere and everywhere and mm. i definitely feel you it, it is it's it's so crazy to be connected with people like that you know on the other side of the world but you guys are creating art together it's really amazing what technology has, has allowed us to do <laughs> it really is it really is you put but, in a perspective like that is really different Mm-hmm. People don't really people don't really look outside about these things about the music part, but like you're really making connections across the earth, like putting in perspective, like people in different countries that are going through like genuine problems are still listening to my music. Like that's insane. Crazy. Like people people will sit down while bombs is dropping and uh, put on that bando or put on that tango, like and people don't really put it in that perspective. They just focusing on like what they got in their hands and stuff like that. No, it's an absolutely great point. It's 
And again, it's so insane to go through who's on your SoundCloud into the analytics on Spotify, whatever it is. And you're like in the countries and the cities of people listening to your shit. And, and you're like, how the fuck is this person in Sri Lanka tapped yeah. into me, right? It's like, how is that even count. possible? But don't even, it's like unreal. It, it is feels super unreal mm-hmm. to the point where you can't even believe it yourself. You just kind of like, it's like, I don't know how to, it's a super weird feeling. Like, you can't even believe it yourself to the point you just don't believe it at all. Like, no, yeah, it's, oh, no. it, it's almost it's almost like so abstract that you kind of just dismiss it because yeah, like, you, you can't even really shoulder, like, exactly it, grasp that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, some kid in yeah, wherever he's at somewhere in the world, most remote place, he's listening to my shit because he's like, oh, this shit's hard. And it's like, bro, yeah, what? <laughs> I'm um, always grateful for that, most definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. And likewise, and likewise, it, it really is incredible. Shout out to all of our listeners, not in the United States, man. To yeah, wherever the fuck you're, wherever the fuck you are, even in this country, around the world, man. We, me and Bando, appreciate you all. That's no that, that is a fact. That is a fact. So, obviously, we just talk about Rob Cap and about uh, the world here as a whole. But going back to just through your relationship with Belomi and Tango, it's really cool to. And what I think is really cool too, in general, is how much of the relationships that are talked about on this podcast there aren't formed just from a business perspective or a transactional yeah. perspective, where it's like, oh, here's a feature, oh, here's an open, right? No, nah, it's like, no, nah, I, I, I don't really, I can't really do that. Exactly, and you shouldn't do that. I don't yeah. think people should be doing that. That's I one think... thing I really stand on. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't just like, if I'm not building a connection with you outside the business stuff, like there's no connection to be held. Because it's all off of something that's really not even you. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm Bendo, but, like, I'm not going to say no government names, but like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm me behind that. Like, I'm yeah. me behind that and everything like that. So, if you're building a connection off of a persona and a persona, like, you got to keep up with that. And whenever people start to see, like, the real you, they start to get confused and stuff like that. A whole bunch of, like, falling out. So, it's just like, I stay out of that. I kind of just, like, select who I fuck with. Everything like that. If I've been fucking with you for a long time and I know you on a personal level, most definitely I'm going to fuck with you. So stuff like that. I got to rock with what you got going on behind the music and stuff like that. Because you never know, especially with the industry, bro. You be seeing people like, they be messing around with little kids, especially with the stuff coming out. Like, you don't know these people until you really know them, know them. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just go out and say, yeah, it is. It's, it's Tango Santori or whatever like that. No, I'm not going to say it like that. My bro Tango clear. I'm clear. But <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, no, you I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I totally understand what you're saying, man. It's so important to understand who you're working with and actually get to know them. And for me, the most important reason is the best music will be made when you actually are making it with, with your brothers, right? With yeah, most definitely. You support outside of the music, man, that you understand their personal life and they understand yours. Do you, you guys both have a mutual understanding of where you guys are coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Take the transaction, transactional element away from it. Take the business out of it. Like, even the people that I'm really close with take the music out of all that shit. I still be talking to them, playing games with them, doing whatever with them till forever, man. It, it's way. Yeah, it's it's a that. connection you got to have with a person. It's just, it's just like something that's mandatory on some stuff like that. If you want to succeed with another person, mm-hmm. you can't just be out here trying to make business move constantly and not trying to check up on a nigga. It's just the little simple things, bro. You, you got to have, it's like at the point where like, you're not going to have no friends, especially because you got to end up cutting people off because they're not, they're not with the shit you doing. Mm-hmm. Even close people, like you know how it goes. So like, at the point where you where you want to where you want to be, like when you get to that point, like you're not gonna be fucking with nobody that is genuine if you keep fucking with people like that are just trying to make shit off of business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I really view things. I couldn't agree more. I think a uh, great way to sum it all up is one of my favorite Yeet songs. I have my signed on on shuffle uh, <laughs> a couple of days ago, random, but real real is rare real is rare so when you find that that really real connection when you find someone who you guys just hit it off you guys are on the same page it clicks you know take pride in that relationship put the time effort into it as well man because those people are really special in your life and they only come in ever so often cherish those people cherish those people i absolutely love it bando bando bando's come on the podcast today and said such real fucking shit and we're not even we're, we're decent we're decent way in but Everything this man is saying is absolutely golden. Please take the time and listen to what he's saying. Play this shit back again. All this is really important for all you you people out here trying to make it in as a producer, as an artist, 
even in business, whatever it may be, any field, a lot of these principles we're talking about, they apply everywhere. I love it, Bando. I love it. I love it. Bando. Of course, bro. Of course. Going back into the music now, something I want to talk about, obviously a lot of people know you as an artist in the community, but you're also, you're a producer too. You produce some really, really dope songs. The one song, uh, Time with You and Tango on Nosebleeds page, I really fuck with. Uh, You've produced uh, a couple songs for Valerian. Valerian? Uh, Yeah. Larian Fire, I uh, hopefully I said that right this too. Man. Yeah, um, that's how you this one. The producing element of you, are we going to see more of that in 2024? Are we going to see Bando songs, Prod Bando? Is that a possibility? What, what is that going to look like? And where does and when did you really start to produce to the point where you're like, all right, I'm going to start sending this shit out or even hopping on the, the beat itself? Uh, To be honest with like the new shit, I kind of, try my best to keep it like other than me because i i don't like self-pride like to be real like to be real i can't hop on self-pride this on the soul fact like i just don't i can't flow on it uh the same way another person can because it's just like i've been working on this whole project for maybe like an hour and i'm just got done with the beat now i gotta record on it everything like that so i kind of like having new ideas, especially when it comes to like the beats and stuff like that, something new, like brand new right there and then like on the spot. But with the producer, most definitely you're going to see a lot more 2024 and everything like that. But um, it got to a point whenever I started wanting to send my stuff out, like I say back in 2020, because I had, I had met Valerian back then and it was a little collective with, uh, God, I hate to say it, but like, baby santana and uh nah that's crazy like, uh, really yeah baby wow. santana what's his name richard i don't think richard mary was in there but i knew him at the time that's fucking insane yeah. that's an insane club that's an and, insane and valoni was in it too valoni was, was in it in too two? yeah that was whenever I, I first met him back in 2020 wait who was the third person you said uh valoni oh valoni oh, okay 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 yeah he was in there too mm-hmm. but he wasn't really active he didn't really like <laughs> he's like nah <laughs> i just like kind of added him just because i wanted to so I had started sending stuff out at that time, but it was, it was the best stuff. I can most definitely agree on that. Like, and I got, I got placements, everything like that. I made, I made a bit of bread off it, but that really wasn't my f- main focus, especially cause I was like kind of young. It was just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So at that point, like maybe a year after that, probably t- beginning of 2022, I stopped, like I really stopped making beats for a good little minute so I could focus on like the rap. Cause end of 2021 was whenever I first started like rapping for real and I had dropped my first song at the time it was Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was something but um (laughs) yeah it was something but yeah I had dropped my first song you gotta start somewhere though right yeah most definitely somewhere just took that year focus on my craft everything like that really like build a slate for me as a uh artist instead of a producer because it was just like I felt like the producing was just like it got it got I'm not gonna say it got boring, but it started to feel like um if you ain't follow a trend, a certain trend, like you you were gonna like be nothing in a way. Cause that's like everybody, like even smaller than me, bigger than me, like that's what I seen them doing. Like every time some new came out, they'll hop on it. Like they it was nothing new. It was really nothing new. Nobody was trying to like innovate a style or anything like that. They was just trying to like add their own twist on plug and be or uh, slay world beats or whatever like just stuff like that and it just got boring at a point in time so and i really enjoyed the rapping especially because that's uh how that's what i really wanted to do but i was more afraid of like uh i feel like judgment most definitely judgment from like just people around me because uh uh i honestly don't know i felt i think i felt like my voice was just annoying or something like that but it's like, human. in the it's retrospect human, yeah it's in retrospect, thing, like, it wasn't really like it wasn't really accurate statement, especially because people would say my voice was very unique, even as like a little kid, because it really don't match how I look. So they're like, yeah, you should rap. But it was just like I never had that confidence like <laughs> until maybe like, yeah, two years ago. And then I really like really locked in on it and I started seeing crazy improvement, like stuff was really shaking and I was really getting good, like quick. And I can really say, like, from the two-year progress I've been rapping, like, nobody I've seen has had the progress I've had. And I could probably have people vouch for me on that. Like, 
I've been only doing the rap for two years and I've went through so many stages and even on like my own stage, everything like that. It's just a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. There's so many things you said there. I'd really like to talk more about. First of all, I love how you've put in so much work and you're so adamant about putting the work right. Yeah. Figuring out who you are, what is your sound going to be like taking inspiration, listening to all these different things from going all the way back to fucking kindergarten, listening to Sosa. Yeah, most definitely. The That's ugly how I really got my inspiration. Mm -hmm. like, listening mm -hmm. to music. Like biggest tip I can give anyone is if you're like lacking the inspiration and lacking the motive, listen to some new music, listen to some new vibes. Like you always got to be shifting gears. You can't stand, can't stay stagnant, stagnant. <laughs> can't stay stagnant. <laughs> can't say, no, always, no, that sucks. Yeah. And can't be standing in the same spot, but go ahead. My bad. <laughs> no, no, you good. You good. You're not. Listen, listen, we, I, I love someone. I love someone who's out here fucking talking, just speaking their mind, man. Speaking their feet. Okay. It inspired me. Trust me. Uh, stagnation is bad. Agree. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Don't be stagnant. Always and taking a new inspiration, taking a new sound. It's so important. Um, kind of just unpacking all the shit you just said there. I just want to go back. That's so crazy. You were in that collective really early on with all those guys because obviously you mentioned Baby Santana, Rich Amiri, you know, fucking they're ginormous. <laughs> you know, they do yeah. millions and millions and millions of streams. Everyone fucks with them. It, it just is so cool because I had uh this is a cool story. I like this one a lot. Um, shout out G Swank if you know G Swank. Uh, the people that's all familiar. Yeah, yeah. The people in the community def def fuck with Swank. He's been on the pod before, but he told this one story about how in 20, 2016, he was in like this iMessage group chat with a bunch of people in the community, but uh the short lonely was in it too. And oh yeah. Just XD Cole was in my joint too. I forgot about that. XD Cole. He was in, he was in the little collective too. That's what I'm saying. It's just so cool to see how all this stuff really starts so organically, man. There's yeah, like that's what's so beautiful. Exactly. And this was so beautiful about SoundCloud and the community as a whole because I think a lot of people, I think SoundCloud in general just gets a lot of random flack and nonsense because People, ju it's just common to be like, oh, SoundCloud. Even, even they don't, they don't, don't know they're, they're outside the box. They're outside the exactly, box. They don't exactly. know how it, how it actually came to be. Exactly. But when you hear a story like that, like the one with Lone, or you bring up the story here with, um, you know, Baby Santana and Richard Miri, it's so crazy because you really see, hey, this is these are all grassroots movements. Even you look at Opium right now. You look at Cardi. Yeah. He's, he's on top of the world. There's really no one above him. And. Literally look what Lone and Kendon and people kind of look at that and they're like, oh, that's Cardi, that's da-da-da. But it's like, no, like, Lone was in these group chats. Lone was in these collectives, just like Ken. Like, everyone is trying to just figure their shit out, man. And it's really cool because you have so many stories like this from the ground level and to see what these guys have done now and in your case to see what those guys have done now. It's absolutely fucking insane. And what's so cool is, I think on this podcast, what we do is we talk to people like you who are going to be that next wave, man. And to go back to hear these conversations like that from when it was at the ground level, I absolutely love it. I think those are the coolest stories by far for me, man. I think it's absolutely amazing. I appreciate that, most definitely. Nah, of course, bro, of course. Because, like, I feel like people don't, like, realize that, like, these people were normal people at the point in time. Like, these people were just people. Exactly. Like, people idolized them in, in years from now. But, like, these people were literally just like you. Like just grinding and grinding, maybe had some mistakes. Being corny, you like they were all the same. Like we're all people at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. People make it seem like it's like nah. Like people try to make it seem like it's something it's not, or like people trying to make it seem like uh, it's little kids trying to be something that they not. But at the end of the day, like most of them just expressing their emotions. Like like all the killer rap, everything like that. That don't mean that the killers like. You just say the nigga mad, like the nigga mad. He's one expressive feelings. Like if a nigga yeah. rap about like being suicidal, he don't. That don't mean, but yeah, it possibly mean he's suicidal. But nigga might just be sad. Like people don't really grasp that concept anymore. People just think it's like people trying to be something that they're not. And music is really supposed to be a way of expressing yourself and expressing your feelings. And people taking it as if oh, you got to rap about everything you've done. Like, like. At the end of the day, like you've seen what that does, like Rico charges, like why would you even want to do that in the first place? If anything, like if I was really doing stuff out in the streets, like I like make it seem like I if I was gonna say it, like I'll like switch up the whole story, like like I'll, I'll start switching names, like saying random shit, like 
I don't know. People just got a really weird concept of how music's supposed to be when it's really not, especially outside the box. But it's really, I, you can't really can't really do nothing about it, especially because they're not making the music. So, yeah, I such a good fucking point, especially in hip hop, rap, and just in the underground in general. You know, people people love to call out someone like, "Oh, he's capping," like he doesn't really yeah, cap rap, really rap cap about da da da. Rap, hip hop is the only genre where people hold you accountable for either doing or not doing something. Like, it don't I make sense. Make, I could go make a country song and lie about every single word. Someone like driving tractors, you didn't even touch a tractor in your life. No. Like, but it don't matter. It sounds well, good. If it's and, exactly niggas never say that about rap music, it gotta be factual. It's, like, what's the point at that point? Because like some of the best music, some of the best songs, like niggas be capping, but they just give them the benefit of the doubt because of the image. They've got tattoos on their face, got tattoos all over their body and carry guns. That don't mean they shoot them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk, 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 tell them. Vando, tell them. And like you said, people are getting locked up for fucking yeah. decades. Cause they look have at Thug, to. bro. Like Thug is one of my inspirations, but like, bro, you see what that does to people. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 not worth it in the long run, especially if you're trying to build like really build something, especially if you're trying to like keep going for generations, have like because bro, like that's gonna mess up a lot of money for him. Mm-hmm. And if he has kids in the future, he's gonna have less money than he would have if he would have been out of jail mm-hmm. making that money still instead of doing that stupid shit, talking yeah. about what the fuck he doing songs like it's really unneeded, especially at his grown ass age. Mm-hmm. Like shout out to Thug though, no cap. Nah, yeah, listen, thug. and and to your point again, Thug is one of the greatest ever to do it. I, Young Thug has had an impact on me like more than I can even imagine. But to your point, you know he he's taken away from his family, the people that he takes care of, and yeah, it's. It's a problem, and I completely yeah. agree with what you're saying. And again, not saying that everyone just is going to be blatantly lying about everything in their songs or everything like that, oh, right? Yeah. It's a way to express yourself and express emotions and stuff. But when it comes to that sort of shit, like, even if you are in the streets and, you know, doing whatever you may be doing, right, you don't need to get to the specifics, bro. Yeah, you don't need to get yeah, to bro, the nitty-gritty, like, bro. Like, like you, put, you, put, you put niggas' lives in your hands at that point. Like, it's bad. Like forty something people got arrested for one Rico. <laughs> like that's insane. <laughs> the whole YSL, the whole YSL got arrested for one Rico charge. Like, yeah, they got like 40, 50 people in a room. Like that's so many people for no reason. Like, you don't know what they finna say. <laughs> you don't yeah. know what they finna say. Like that's a lot of people to keep track of. That's a lot of people, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fucking people. So Banda, you make so many good points right there that I could not agree more about. But um, yeah, again, this music shit. As, as much as it's, you know, quote unquote real and you talk about your feelings and expressions and stuff, but there is a format. This is entertainment, you know, like I listen to music yeah. for entertainment. I get enjoyment out of it. And again, it's deeper than just simply put entertainment like that word. I feel like it makes yeah. it a bit um, cliche in a way, like yeah, cliche, but a bit more fabricated, a bit more yeah, most dev. just fake. So I think that's that's not what I'm trying to say. It's more so that, again, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be word for word, bar for bar in, in the great, in the great words of Soldier Boy, man, that you got to go into the nitty gritty, but man, it's just a great way to express yourself, but I love everything you're saying, man, it's so fucking real. So Bando, man, you come across as a very intelligent person, you have a lot of great takes, uh, and I think through your music, I appreciate you, that. and how you just come as different, so I think you just have an interesting mind up there, what are you doing uh- what are you doing outside of music, man? Where where can people find Bando running around St. Louis? What are you what are you getting into? What do you like to do? Any uh-huh. any hobbies, any interests that you have that are a bit yeah, would tell me about it. What who is Bando outside of music? So to be real, like <laughs> bro, like <laughs> uh, I don't really have no other hobbies except music. Like yeah. that's, that's that's a great answer. No, no, no. That's like, a great answer. All I really do is like record and work on music. But other than that, like I'd be out with my friends, everything like that. Like we be chilling in the city, just like doing stupid shit. <laughs> Most of the time, like smoking, whatever, going outside, trying to like make content, take uh, take pictures, find yeah. different places that people don't know about. Cause like everywhere here, like it's just like it's just super corny because like it's a whole bunch of ghetto ghetto people so like they'll post up at like a at like a cool looking river and like a pink outfit so that like, in my mind like you done crucified the whole spot for me <laughs> like i'm not gonna flick up in the same spot you did and you looking like that like that just is a disadvantage to me yeah. so like i gotta like we go out and we try to look for different spots and everything like that cool little spots yeah because 
Missouri, it, it got like it got cooler like um forests and shit like um stuff like that. Missouri's really beautiful. Knows. Missouri's beautiful, like the Ozarks and shit like that. All yeah, like, most definitely. I've been. I, I was only there one time. It mm. was cool. I was a. I was a little ass nigga though. Yeah. I remember that shit though. I love the show Ozark. If anyone's ever seen, that's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> definitely tap in people out there. But yeah, Missouri, keep coming. It's it's like there's really not much to do. I've done done damn near everything. Like yeah, <clears throat> the only thing we for real be doing is like yeah, like I said, like we'll we'll go out sometimes like film videos like just stupid shit like um, mm-hmm. like we'll play music and stuff like that like one of our songs shit like that kind of like film it on like a little camera some shit like that that's fire but um, everything everything in your life is just music 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 and yeah. again again nothing wrong with that you know um Most definitely to quote to quote um one of the greatest artists uh, i think of of our time will be one of the greatest artists of our time the great hard rock this should plan a Ain't no plan B. And Literally no I cap, think, no fucking plan B. Bro. I think balance, I think having balance in your life is somewhat of a negative. I think you should really be trying to go all in on something and put all your all yeah. your to something. That's my personal balance. Opinion. Balance is just like you I mean balance I, I think of like balance is like learning how to like put like people, you know what I mean? Like friends. Yeah. Like <clears throat> having two phones, you know what I mean? Like having a phone for straight personal people and personal things you do than having a phone for like Instagram, all of that. I couldn't Whenever you gotta manage your stuff that. like that. Yeah. Because like people get it mixed up so easily. Like they start worrying about like music shit whenever they out doing friend stuff. Like they out out and eat and shit like that. Or, or whatever. Like they out with that girl and they worrying about fucking uh who who the fuck they follow or who the fuck they just followed them or whatever. So I kinda mm-hmm. like try to keep it separate. So like the time is time for this. And whenever I got time to do this, I kind of keep that out of the way. So I don't start like getting off track and everything like that. Cause it's like, it just puts mental strain on you, especially if you're out there trying to have fun and you worrying about something that's kind of in like more of the stressful side of things. Like I'm not going to sit in here and say like music is stressful, but it's not the most like, um, um, mentally maintaining thing. Cause it comes with a lot because you got to keep up with the image. You got to keep up with this. You got to keep up with that, with the sound. You got to constantly be making new shit. Gotta worry about the product sending you beats and shit like that. When you gotta send back emails, like it's a it's a lot of things like that. So I don't wanna be checking my fucking emails when I'm out fucking smoking and shit with my friends. Like that's kind of like it's just like it adds another element to like shit that I'm doing that I don't fuck with. And I see why people do like get two phones and shit like that. So don't don't gotta worry about like all that other shit whenever they're doing um just normal everyday tasks. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking spot on, Vando. Again, absolutely on the mark. I adamantly agree with you. I've always been the type of person where when I'm, like you said, when I'm with my friends, I'm chilling, whatever, I'm there. I'm in that moment. I'm not trying yeah. to be over here. I'm not trying to be over there. I'm not trying to be fucking anywhere else but right there in that moment. And I think yeah. a lot of people would be a lot more happy if they just try this, try this. Next time. Yeah, next like that's, time. that's balance. Mm-hmm. Balance is not 50-50. Balance is learning how to, like, separate two from another. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And also be still on your grind, like, constantly, constantly, constantly. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. It's when you're with your friends, that's 100% energy put right there. And you get yeah. the most out of that. You're not 50%. Yeah, most definitely. You're not 75. You're not even 99. You're 100% there, and you're getting the most out of that experience. And when you're locked in making music or you're locked in doing whatever, answering, you know, sending back shit, whatever, you're putting 100% of your energy there and you're getting the most out of that. So when it's all said and done, you got the most out of those two things opposed to being, ah, you were 50% there. And then, or when you're making music, then your boy calls you, now you're on the phone, now it takes you out of, excuse me, takes you out of your rhythm and now you got to lock back in again. And yeah, it just doesn't work like that. It's got to be 100 there, 100 there, 100 there, 100 there, and keep running that shit. And again, it's easy. It's easier said than done. But yeah, most definitely. But once you get in the groove of things, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like a it's like a lifestyle in a way. Exactly, it becomes like a habit. Then you understand why people do it. Mm-hmm. And it just opens your eyes to a lot of more things too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I absolutely agree with that. So, Bando. One of the things, one of the last things I want to ask you that I've been thinking a lot about throughout this and speaking more just about the music is you said 
you saw so many people hear a trend or hear something like, you know, people trying to get all these sleigh world beats once they heard, you know, they saw Autumn and Summers and Can and Yeet and all those guys start going crazy. They're trying to yeah. copy the swag, trying to just get on the wave, right? What I love so much about your music and the people that you're around, Tango, Rob Cap, Lomi, um, I personally would add Wonen. I know you guys don't, I don't, I don't know, if, do you have any songs with Wonen? Nah, <clears throat> but maybe in the future though. Maybe in the future. Yeah, me, yeah, uh, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, Tango I'm... got something going on. It's just like um, I I know um, Tango and Wony got some crazy shit. Crazy. And even shit. with um, even with uh, 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 uh Valomi, mm -hmm. I be seeing I be seeing some of the shit they make. It's it's insane. So insane. So who forever that be listening to Tango, everything like that, stay tuned for that. Yeah, nah. and know about them, but um, mm -hmm. from uh, as long as me and like for me and Wony. I don't talk to him. Me and him follow each other. Yeah, yeah, nah, uh, nah, nah, nah. I didn't, I didn't. Something think... maybe like that will happen yeah. in the future, but not as of now, nah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it right now. We need a Wanted and Bando song immediately. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell <laughs> him that, that myself. I'm gonna tell him that my fucking self. I love Wanted. He's such a great dude. But yeah, Wanted is crazy. Wanted <clears throat> is insane. Insane. But when I think of you guys, and I think of just your little group. I know I brought in Wanted, but that was because I, I felt, I felt obligated. I had to because some of the <laughs> Wanted songs that I know exist, but. You guys, to me, have taken the path less traveled. You guys just make shit that I don't know what to compare it to. I don't really know how to talk about yeah. it almost. And put and one of the most difficult parts of doing uh like doing these interviews with you guys at this stage. I don't even know how you do it to be real. Like it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. To, no, no, it's hard to talk about the music because Sometimes you guys are just doing such a new shit. Like, I don't, yes, there's inspirations from here and there's inspirations from there, and you could kind of compare it. But every time I try to think, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I actually. Like don't, yeah, it's that. not like an accurate so, representation. Exactly. Like. So I find it, I find it hard to talk about sometimes. I'm, listen, I'm trying to get better. We could always get better, but. Most definitely. Always room for improvement. What can you, how do you describe your guys' sound? Like the wave that you guys are making right now? Because you think you guys are making a wave. And I think, you know, by the end of this year, we're going to see people trying to, Real rap like Bando, rap like Tango, get on those sorts of Lomi and Rob Cap and Wonen type beats. And like, could, what could you describe? How could, excuse me, how could you describe the wave that you guys are creating? How would you describe it yourself? To be real, I can't really speak for Tango. But mm -hmm. for me, it's a very hard question. Like, it, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, just, it's just me, honestly. Like, because in a way, like, as a little nigga, you take a lot of inspiration more than as if you were like had the more. For sure. Uh, grown up mindset. So whenever I started really like, like realizing shit, I just kind of make it, I just kind of started making shit that I like more than um what other people would like. Because a lot of people get into that like motive of like, oh yeah, I make what other people like to hear. And at the end of the day, it's somewhat accurate, but you're, you're, you're not, who are you if you're not making music for yourself at the end of the day? Like, you're just a fake ass nigga. <laughs> like you're just gonna put it like that. Hey, you're a fake ass nigga. <laughs> so like I kind of just take an account like this is for me. This is not for nobody else. Everything like that. And I started venturing out of what is popular. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I started. I start caring less about what is popular and to make things popular. You know what I mean? Because you can't make something that's already popular popular. Like then what is that? It's like making. It's like that's why you'll never see a second Cardi because the nigga's already popular. You can't make the nigga more popular than here he already is. He's Cardi. Mm -hmm. Or even with Tango, like you can't have a second Tango because he's already him. You can't do him better than he's doing him. I agree with that. Most of the niggas, the most of the niggas that niggas look up to, they're him. They're that nigga. They're not nobody else. They don't have a reminiscence or a reminiscence of anyone else. This is him. They notarize the things he do for him. So that's what I took into account instead of just like fucking with the trends and fucking with what other people are fucking with. It started. It, it, it's going well. It's going well. Nah, it, trust me. With, I, I fuck know with what I do. Yeah, I fuck with what I do way more than what I used to do. Most definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely in love with everything you just said there. Um, making music true to you and music that you and, and again, just the way that you're speaking of it, you're so content, proud, and you feel almost like you're proud to show off your work, right? You're proud to show yeah, off most definitely. like you're so confident in everything you're doing because you know, you're not selling yourself short. You know, you're not selling your soul to this trend or hopping on this wave, right? Yeah. Like you're just making stuff that you think is fire, that you think is dope. And whatever that, whatever that is, it's just Bando, right? And whatever 
tango yeah, we'll whatever you guys do it's just you it's just you so i yeah absolutely love that everyone make sure you rewind that shit again and listen to what he says right there about making shit true to you don't try to hop on a wave just do you and the people will will come around to it i promise obviously oh, make good music make good music but <clears throat> still make shit that's true to you and don't sell yourself short man make it for yourself that's so so fucking important man so okay bando nobody else fucking fire man fucking fire right sure, now, man. let's go bando what can we expect from you 2024 we're gonna get a tape are we going to get just a bunch of singles? What is it going to look like, man? Can you give us a little projection? I know you said you're working on some things. We're going to keep things close to your chest, though, which we, we respect here. Yeah, but what different. can you share with us? Uh, I do want to drop a tape, but I'm not gonna, it's not going to be like anytime soon. Okay. I wanted, I do want to drop tape probably like end of this year or right. like uh, maybe around October. So that it may be a music video. I did we need a music video. We need a band of music video. Was well, definitely either that or it's like just a little creative shit. Just like um, <clears throat> really working on um snippets and stuff like trying to connect with different people, everything like that. I got some connections coming, like editors and woody woo. But other than that, like just expect more music and a little creative shit. Just kind of come with it. But most definitely, a lot more music this year. Hey, that's, music this year. that's what the people want is more band of music. I can assure you that. Bando, I mean, this has been absolutely legendary. I cannot wait to look back on this one some years from now to see, you know, just where you've gone, but sort of where you started here. I, I think it's oh, absolutely I appreciate so that. cool. Now, of course, and listen, there will be a part two. There will be a Bando V2 episode of the Expressions podcast, and as you continue to go up, I'm excited to talk to you when okay. that time comes. But Bando, tell the people, where can they find you? You know, plug any socials or anything else you'd like to plug. Shit. IG at Bendos Alive, B A N D O A L I V E. Shit. XD Bendo on uh, fucking Spotify, Apple Music, everything like that. So, like, that shit changed. And yeah, shit's great. Okay. You could just look up Bendos Alive on SoundCloud. It'll pop up. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Bando, give us a closing statement, man. Any last words for the people out there? Anything you want people to take away or anything you'd like to say? Please, the floor is yours. Shit, I appreciate all the niggas that support my shit, everything like that. And one thing I tell y'all, just stand on what you believe in and shit like that. Don't let no other nigga knock you off your path, nothing like that. Even your parents don't know. Even, nigga, even if God come down to you doing the wrong thing and you enjoy doing what the fuck you doing, man, still do that shit, bro. You got to stand on business, bro. If your parents telling you to do this and you want to do that, do that shit, bro. If your dad telling you want to do that, man, fuck that. You're doing this. <laughs> Gotta stick to what the fuck you want to do. Okay. Absolutely beautifully said. Stand on business, people. Stand on what you believe in. Don't let anyone sort of tip you off of what you believe in and push you around, man. Just stand on business, simply put, from the man Bando. One of the realest motherfuckers to come through this podcast right now. He's dropped so much knowledge today. Just so many facts. I'm so excited to see what the rest of your career looks like in your future because i know it's bright man bando it's that. been an absolute pleasure to have you on my brother thank you so much for coming on of course and to everyone listening out there to the expressions podcast you know i appreciate you guys uh and until next time